Okay, so like I just said, we don't have a cold you, open. You really put us on the spot <laughs> after saying we don't have one. We could work one out right there. No. Oh, no. We don't. Does anybody have any ideas? You know. How to work spec? Yay. Yeah. We, we yeah. created these yeah. guys. Uh, that's true. What? But that's more of an introduction during the actual show. That's fair. Now, uh, not, not during the cold. You know, this, this kid is kind of boring, so. <laughs> <laughs> Probably be saying something right now. Something like, Welcome to the old Titans. Notice I did not carry it out as long this time. He complained here. I said the old Titans last time, because we're not that old. He complains I didn't do it this time. I'm not that old. Yeah. So, this is John Paul. The Grand Master Puppeteer, the B Man. And our guests. I'm hard at work, Matt, y'all. Hard at work next year, too. Alrighty. Send they're hardly at work right now. That is true. Because we are recording break. while at work. Oh, is that what's the practical? Well, it's, our, it's our lunch break. <laughs> I mean, no, it's. it's we, Come on, ah, you got I, I, I had it and I just wanted to say it. And I what is it, it, Matt? Throw it out. <laughs> what up? Cause work is hard at work. Show where we talk about nerd stuff we talk about at work to distract us from work recorded at work. That's what he was trying to say. You talk about He's got that down. Actually, you know. For that one phrase, he might do it better than you if he could remember the words, because he naturally talks that fast. You can't understand <laughs> it. You do. I mean, you naturally go that fast. You know, you make fun of me, John Paul. I didn't make fun of you ever. I feel ever. like that was more of a, compliment, a compliment than anything yeah. else. That's a skill you have. It is a skill? Yeah. Like a machine guy? Exactly. Like a machine guy. The micro machine guy was awesome. Have you ever tried an auctioneer? You ever tried being an auctioneer? No. That's actual work, and I like doing work. Oh, yeah. Because I don't work here. Alrighty. That's fair. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so, as usual, we're going to start with our B-Man. Question of the week from, of course, last week. Yes. And the question was regarding conventions. Spooky. I just got to Yeah, sorry. Cool. Spooky Empire's in two months. Almost exactly. Yeah, almost. As of right now, I didn't see no people... Listed as coming guests? You didn't see no people, so I mean, you did see some people. I'm, I'm messing up my words okay, right now. Yeah, that's, that's there are good. no guests announced. No guests announced. Is this a problem, John Paul? Um, it probably depends. I said I went back and listened to remind myself what the question was because I completely forgot the question. Completely. Um, I said I had a great answer, and I do have a great answer, but I'm actually more interested to hear on the spur of the moment, putting our guests on the spot. Um, Not just this convention, any convention, if you're that close to it, would that start worrying you that there are no guests announced? No. And let me tell you why. All right. Uh, because every year this comes around, the only convention I really pay any attention to is uh, MegaCon, because right. that's the only one I ever go to. But every year it's like, oh, uh, Norman Reedus is coming from Walking Dead. Yeah. And never comes. Jason Momoa, <laughs> yes, six months in advance. And then all those big names that they tell you about before the show is within two months never end up going anyway so it's like what does it really matter yeah the ones end up showing up are the ones they announced a month before <laughs> yeah so yeah. it's like sure I guess maybe this means they don't have the fillers out so I, there could be cause for concern there but if you were you know looking forward to you know Daryl from Walking Dead being somewhere and he's not there like that's not a surprise and those are the people they announce way far out because that grabs headlines and that gets Sells you tickets. like oh yeah, yeah. Oh, cool yeah it's weird that there's no one announced on they should be worried that. I don't at know at least like, no big names couple. they probably have a lot of feelers out and a lot of people on the hook but they haven't had any confirmations yet and they're probably afraid to put those names up there and then have them back out yeah, yeah, I wonder if this is any if this is that because it just and again I only pay attention to MegaCon but it seems like and especially last year, there were a bunch of people that were like called out. I don't know what do you call it when you don't go call out of your thing. Uh, There's a bunch of people. They, they exercise the option in their contract. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And um, B Man in particular here, yeah. like he had some words to say about that. So I wonder if this is a reaction to those type of people. So he caused like, it. Oh yeah, it's his fault 100. percent Where they're like, we don't want to announce anything until we like, know yeah, exactly. Probably, yeah. So. I, I wouldn't be worried. Which, by the way, B-Man is actually available to be a special guest. At Spooky go. Empire? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a horror expertise. You think they're going to hear this? They, would, of course they every listen to It would increase their guest announcement list by 100%. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> or technically from zero to one is actually like infinite percent. There's a couple of people announced that like Slim Jim guy. I'm, I'm annoyed at Yeah, that. see, that's what I'm saying. Like Those are the people that are actually going to show up. And... 
I feel like a lot of stuff that goes on for a convention isn't just the people that you're going there to see. It is, you know, the people that are going to yeah. be there, you know. So I, I don't think you should freak out too much if you're planning on going to Spooky Environment. And sure. actually, I have a side question yeah. for you guys. With gaming being so big as it is right now, video games, don't you think Orlando should have one of those? We have Star Wars Celebration here, Spooky Empire here, Megacon Con here. One big gaming they convention. They one that at the Science Center every yeah. year. Yeah, there was, it was two or three weeks ago. It's not gigantic like a Megacon, but they had a I want to say it's called convention. a Tronicon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so begin with an O. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how big it is, though. I, I've never been there. It's guess. probably a few hundred. It's, it's not going to be thousands and thousands. It's probably a few hundred people. Maybe a thousand even over this weekend. But. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if that convention does grow over the next few years because a um, little tidbit for you guys, if you don't know, the uh, the game scene in Orlando is actually growing very fast uh, as far as indie development stuff goes and of course with like Full Sail around and EA like they have you know th- there is a lot of game development that happens here so yeah and it's just getting bigger every year there is rumor Microsoft's going to be buying EA it won't happen you don't think so? no what's, what? the, what's the point? they already get all their games they don't want to take on the debt that EA is yeah but if you take on if you buy EA you pretty much eliminate PlayStation's ability to get those games no you'd never do that because then you only sell half as many copies and you had to pay to make the game but you'd sell more consoles I think no I, I, I disagree because look at the they already bought Mojang which is the people who make Minecraft literally the biggest game ever made that still comes to Switch that still comes to PlayStation 4 that still comes to computer they won't to sell the game they don't want it. they don't care about the hardware they have to make the hardware so if you make a, a game console that costs you $200 to make and then you sell it for 250 you only make $50 but that game makes you $60 if you sell it on everybody else's system fair enough bam schooled I and I, w- I will say though it I will say it depends because there's some people inside Microsoft that want more of the hardware development sure yeah and Microsoft's traditional model is exactly that. They don't care about the hardware. They want Solid, their yeah. software on everything. You know, back in the day when Windows was growing big, they still sold tons to the Apple market. Um, it depends which side wins. Which side gets Satya Nadella's ear and says, this is the way we should go. Yeah, I mean, even if they bought EA, I don't think it would change what EA is. It's still going to be a third-party development company that, terrible. that makes it for everybody who is fantastic, and they make a lot of great games. And have a great e- partnership e- with UCF. They are. I love those guys, by the way. I do. I mean, you, you <laughs> might see a couple more Xbox exclusives out of EA. I think it would be more for like. But I do uh, think you're right about that, but I do think there is some level of embarrassment about the hardware this year. Or this yeah. cycle, like they lost bad. I think like Xbox One wasn't a failure, but they lost to Sony bad. And there's got to be some embarrassment. Xbox there, One back to the second quarter, though, because Xbox One pretty much said. You know, if you borrow a game from your friend, you get to pay to use it. That was the original plan from them. And yeah, that, they, they lost the mind share on the announcement. Not yeah. on the hardware, but when they announced it, they yeah, got people turned Yeah, by the time off. it came out, they backed off off yeah. of almost all that. But they and had... The hardware is good. People that own it really like it. And mm-hmm. I've always been an Xbox guy. I am both. I have both systems, but I'm... Because I was so heavily invested. Like, I was always an Xbox guy. At the end of the announcement, of, you know, me and buddies borrow games all the time with each other. I'm like, now I get to pay 50 bucks to play a game borrowed from somebody? Yeah. It's a stupid thing. That was thing. a stupid thing to, to say in their announcement, that's for sure. And they ba- and they made back, oh, if you know you don't want to do that, then you can always stay there 360. What? That's, just, that's the guy's comment, too. You know? Yeah. And so they lost a lot of people from that, myself included. Anyways, that's a little thing today for you. Video So games. did we cover the question of the week pretty well? Yes, we did. I didn't ever answer if that's because... His answer was almost exactly my answer with a slight yeah. variation of, I don't go to the convention for the big names. The big names are a great plus. Mm-hmm. I love seeing some of the names. Catherine Tate's going to be at MegaCon. Looking forward to that. She was Donna on Doctor Who. I know you don't watch Doctor Who. but Yeah, um, like Jason Momoa was supposed to be at MegaCon, Yeah, right? that, Like, will he actually be there? Though? I don't think he's going to be know. there. Really but that's don't. just it. If they announce 20 big name stars and only a handful show up, well, I'm going to see all 20 anyway. Yeah. I, there's so many other things I want to do when I go to a convention. It's so, actually better to have... Let me you know. rephrase this question, then. Do you think some of the na- people they name, they know they're not going to be there, but they just want a commitment for a meantime just to get the name out there? Absolutely. They, they want to do the ticket sales early and start... I would think the you know, actual the star flow. would have a problem with that, though. Like, don't say I'm going to be there. That makes, well, makes not, them look bad. They have, to have the contract. they have to have the contract in place, but the contracts all have the out that if they're... Because how many times busy. is Norman Reed is supposed to be down here? I know you, so far, Spooky once, or Mayhem once, I think it was called Mayhem at the time, at Rosen and um, Megacon this year. Both times he backed out. 
I mean, I feel like that's on him more than the convention. I think what he means though when he says they know they're not going to come is like they know they're not like going to come. Norman Reedus has done this to us three years in a row, but we're still going to put. We're him still going to ask yeah. him and exactly. put him on the exactly. thing yeah. because they track. I mean, yes, a lot of times they put names out there one or two at a time. Like they don't make an announcement of fifty people at one time. They do one this week and one next week and so on. Part of that's to keep the excitement going, but also they track their ticket sales based on that. And if you say Norman Reedus, and over the next few days. Here's how many tickets we sold. And yeah. then we announced B. Arthur, which would be hard right now, I guess. But you know what I mean. <laughs> you announce somebody else and you get a certain volume of ticket sales and you compare over time. I, I, I I'm pretty sure if B. Arthur comes, that would be a big crowd. It would her. be a big crowd, actually. It would be. Yeah. Probably be. belongs more at Spooky Empire at that point. Zombie B. Arthur's dead, man. Who's B. Arthur? Do you remember the Golden Girls? She's... She I mean, do I remember the, the Golden Girls? I know of the Golden Girls. She was she the was tallest Dorothy. of the Golden Girls. She was mauled back in the 70s, which started with um, All in the Family and Archie Bunker and all that, and they got her own spinoff show, Maud. And then there's Maud. Sure, no, okay. yeah. All right. It's very socially relevant. And Heard Stanley? Everything. You see um, what I have to work with? But the most, important, <laughs> the most important part from a geek standpoint is she, she owns and runs, or at least runs, I don't know if she owns it, but runs the bar in Tatooine. The cantina there, she's she's the bartender. What? That's, uh, very in the Christmas holiday or the holiday? Oh special. no, we're not, we don't. We don't talk Star Wars holiday no. special. She's the one who runs the bar. Yeah, <laughs> have you seen that by the way? No. No. Jock anyway. Paul's one of the people in the world that actually owns that. And, it's cool. And it's it, no, it's not cool. No, it's, there's it's only bootleg. This. There are only bootleg copies out uh, there that you can find, and on YouTube. I think you can find it on YouTube. So it's yeah, not so much bootleg as it is downloaded off YouTube and burned to disc. I guess that'd be a better way to put it. Um, Are you breaking the law, John Paul? Are you admitting on our podcast? No, I'm saying I downloaded it off YouTube. And I think it, it would disc. only be against the law if he distributed it. Which the person on YouTube did that, but since they haven't taken it down, I guess no one's has Nobody a problem cares. with it. <laughs> Nobody cares yeah. about I'm the, pretty sure Lucas the does. I don't know. Lucas denies that one, pretty much. Yeah, Disney would technically own it now. They want some money, I'm sure. <laughs> they might want some, they money. Want some money from that. Disney. Somebody somewhere wants to burn all the copies. But either way, my point is they would they would look at their ticket sales and they would see, hey, every time we announce this person, we get this kind of a spike in ticket sales. So even if they know a Norman Reedus isn't going to show up. They want to say it. They, yeah. Do they offer refunds in that case? If someone was only going because Norman Reedus was going to be nope. there? Nope. When you're, when you're purchasing the ticket, it mentions there are no guarantee of any of these guests, all this kind of stuff. So That's how they get you. Yeah. That's, that's fine, and, I guess. And there's nothing that requires you to buy your ticket early. You could wait and show up at the door to see who's really there. That's also part of... It costs some money and you wait in line for like all day. Yeah. But Literally all day. You sound like you're sad. I've done it before. I waited in line. I'll, I'll meet you guys. They all get in line. You know, they get there around 9 o'clock and I met them like 1. <laughs> yeah, it's always buy ahead of time. And for Megacon, always ask them to mail the wristbands to you. Costs more, right? But you can just fifteen dollars. Yeah. It's definitely worth it. Not per person, not per ticket, just like for household. You know. Gotcha. Okay. I almost had a disaster at MegaCon last year because oh. me and my girlfriend went, and I printed out two copies of my ticket instead Uh-oh. of one copy of each. And when we got up there, they're like, "This is the same ticket." And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Meg- I had to search through my email and find <laughs> it, which was months before MegaCon last year. Girls and uh, kids under five years old got them for free, or five and under got them for free. Took my daughter, who was granted six. Whatever. She just turned, literally turned six that week. I was like, yeah, she's five. Whatever. Get, get everything. Get a birth certificate copy with you? I'm like, what? Birth they wanted a, like, who carries a birth certificate with them? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to Megacon, you take your birth certificate, man. I never have before. I'm behind the date right now. <laughs> Sounds like you're... They, they, they gave her a free pass, but... They wanted to fight you on it a little bit. Yeah. You going to try again back. this year? No, she's kind of big now. I might, I might try. <laughs> I might try. Get a My wife's really tall, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, news. So that being said, we should probably go into the news. You're better at sound effects than I am. Do you want to do the news sound effect? <laughs> no, that's a different song. That's like a that song. That works. <laughs> <laughs> A little Mario news? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I have no Mario I hope news. there's Mario news out there. No Otherwise, we were going to be really um, upset. Yeah, Mario iZombie. No, there's no, there's no Mario iZombie. But iZombie returns this month on February 26th. I don't know if anybody else here watches iZombie. Oh man, I love iZombie. It's a great, great show. Where we left it last time, is the whole world now knows about zombies, and their hometown is now walled off, and they're behind. Which know, do you know this girl at Chili's looks just like the girl from iZombie? Like yes, identical to we the. We talked to her about it. She have thought, you? She thinks that's incredibly cool that, that like, she looks like that. She's identical. I mean, yeah, she what? is a twin. What Chili's is it? Oh, Vito. 
Yeah. The one by like the mall. Well, yeah. I haven't seen her, but That's I'm, I'm going to be on the lookout for you, you would see her. We it, go there it a lot. zombie girl. We yeah. go there a lot. We must just not have crossed paths with her. The white hair and everything? Yeah. She yeah. looks exactly like, like Liv Moore. Dot the it's, eyes and everything. It's, mm. She is a zombie. It's yeah. like... And she's scary. feeding you food, She should man. not be serving food. Yeah. <laughs> not comfortable with that. Uh, you know. Um... And we'll get back to that top one there for a minute here. Uh, this, some more things coming out this month. Um, Legends of Tomorrow comes back next week as Supergirl and Flash have just entered their like few-week hiatus status. And I am actually shocked, John Paul. Your top two news is DC. Um, iZombie is kind of DC. It is no, published I, by I, DC, I, I, but it's not like... Okay. It's, like it's like good DC, you know? But what's really cool about That's Legends rare. coming back next week... Other than the fact that it's Legends Tomorrow, which is the best of all the shows that they're doing, is that Constantine is going to be on there for a couple episodes. He's that cool. is cool. Yeah, cool. so Matt yes. Ryan is... Have any of you back. read the iZombie comic book? No. I read the first, you know, like, volume completely different than the show. Yeah. Like, it's very loosely based It's not on. even the same name of the character, right? No, yeah. Is it it just has a normal name. It's not a pun. Yeah, they went for the pun on the show. Every one of the characters on the show is, is a pun in some form. You got Liv Moore, um, I'm blanking now on all the other names, but they're so... Lily White is yeah. the name. Major Last Lily White. Major Lily White. Yeah, yeah it's uh, the show's huh. good, but yeah, I, I, you were telling me about that. It's like just completely different on it. Yeah, yeah. Completely different. So they're fun. So um, Black Panther coming yes. out in a couple weeks. Huge ticket sales. So ticket sales are going great. Whoa. Earlier reviews are coming out really, really good on it. Is it still at a hundred percent? As a last I checked, is it? I, I hadn't looked. Yeah, you got up into the seventies, uh, seventy as far as number of reviews, and oh, it's no, still a hundred percent. So it's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, one more DC one, as long as I'm there. They've announced this past week they're launching two new imprints. One is aimed at like the nine to twelve year old, uh, middle grade type age, not middle school, but middle age thing. I don't know mm. whatever they want to call it. And the other is more of a young adult one, which. The adult one is then aimed at like 13 to 18. So, personally, I thought all comics were originally aimed at 13 to 18, so I don't know why they need to do that, but um, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but anyway, the two new imprints and all kinds of new books coming out, and some of them with confusing titles that match other titles, which... I'm glad that they've, you know, decided the way to fix the comic thing is to add more yeah. comics, because that, that makes <laughs> a lot of sense. <laughs> Black Panther actually fell. It's not ninety nine percent. Ninety nine percent. There's one guy out there just like mm, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it at all. I, w- I would expect with the time it's been out two or three weeks, it'll do similar to Wonder Woman, which started really high and it'll come down into the mid nineties and maybe yeah, seems maybe to be move the towards the low nineties. But somewhere between ninety and ninety five is where it'll land if it's if it's at that right now. But as we learned from Star Wars, the critics' choice doesn't matter. That's true. Yes. Um, and I don't know if on the 70, if that's all critics or if that's people who've gotten to see it early or, or that's what. All that's all critics. That's all critics. all critics. Okay, yeah. So that's, you know, we'll but see. Critics tend to be more harder on comic book movies. They they don't like them as much. So this is a good, this is a good thing. It's a good yeah, thing. I will say, actually, I'm, I'm concerned about Black Panther to a degree because it is, because of its cultural relevance, is attracting these reviews that, are focusing on that, but in the same breath, they're like, oh, this is the best Marvel movie ever made because of those reasons. So then, as a casual viewer yeah. of Marvel, if that's what you have in your head when you sit down, or and you're even like, a hardcore. Or, yeah, a hardcore one, you're like, oh, I thought this was going to be better than them in the Marvel sense. This is yeah. better than them because it's, you know, it's, it's relevant to what's going on. So, like, I'm worried about that yeah. for people. Just how is the story? Yeah, how is the, how is the movie? Without or, all that other stuff, is the movie good? Or can you strip it away and say it's the exact same story as Ant Man and Doctor Strange and Iron Man mm, and so exactly. on? Which, which way does it go? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have no see. doubt that it's going to be good because they seem to just make good movies, you know? They got some great actors in it. I mean, some of the people in it are fantastic. But, yeah, yeah, I actually just watched a review from a guy who did strip it away from its cultural relevance and just reviewed it as a movie, and that's what he said. He's like, cast was awesome, the film is good, the story's okay, and yeah, it's enjoyable. If you like Marvel, you'll like this. It's not going to put a damper on what they're doing, but they've it's got, also not they got like, their groove, and they just yeah, they're staying exactly, in that groove, yeah. Exactly. DC needs a groove. DC needs a good groove, I think. They do. They, they need do. to dig a groove. And they <laughs> stick to it. Dig a groove and stick to it. And the thing is, they purposely, right or wrong, right decision or wrong decision, they purposely chose not to do that. They wanted to give each director and writer complete creative control to do their own thing. Forget about whether individual movies have been good, bad, or anything else. 
they approached it from the very beginning saying we're not going to try to have a series of movies that all feel the same and that all fit together seamlessly. I don't mean story-wise seamlessly, but if you watch 30 seconds of this one and 30 seconds of this and 30 seconds of this of the Marvel movies, they all could have been done by the same director and quality and everything's the same. I think that's a good thing. DC said we want each one to be its own unique experience because if you don't, then you might lose out on, you know, somebody like like the Legion TV show caught us completely unaware. Right. I was not expecting that to be like it was. If that had been done as a Marvel movie, we would not have gotten the same kind of Legion. Okay. That, that's more of DC's approach. I like that idea, but <laughs> that doesn't mean they've... That didn't mean they've really I'm achieved sure that. I follow you though, because the main core of the DCEU was Snyder's movies. I know. And I'm saying what they said versus look. what they did were completely different. Yeah, but the only one that felt different was Suicide Squad, and that got you know lost in translation somewhere. This they were saying this when they were announcing not only Zack Snyder's you know a couple of movies, but also Aquaman and Wonder Woman and on and on and on. They're going through the whole list of you know. When everybody was announcing the next 20 movies for the next 10 years, they were saying they wanted to have somebody unique, some unique view on each one. I think they should just, everybody, both sides, should forget about everything and just say, you know, let's sit down and just write a good story first. Yeah. Once we have a good story, then let's worry about everything else. And everybody, that includes Marvel, skips over that part. They go more for the, you know, got to have a certain amount of action, certain amount of this, certain amount of that first. They execute it really well. Like, I feel like what Marvel's you know, done interesting is they, they like to, to pick, kind of pre-pick a genre they're going to piggyback on. Yeah. So like Winter Soldier, they were trying to do like the 70s style political thrillers. And then, you know, Ant-Man was like a heist movie. And then like, what are some of the other examples? Guardians of the Galaxy is like a space opera. Well, with comedy, but yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I agree with you, and like uh, you know, Spider Man is the you know teen teen comedy, teen comedy and stuff. So they kind of piggyback on that, yeah, they and then they, then they infuse a, that Marvel feel, into it, yeah. so that they do feel different. Like this movie isn't going to feel like this one because this one was a heist movie, and this was more like a teen comedy. But, but I think, all, in the end, they're all Marvel superhero movies, and they have that, that nice tight line, thread. Yeah. But yeah. although you mentioned Spider Man, next news item: Venom trailer was released today, and I think we've all seen it, right? Yes. What did everybody think? Teaser. Yeah, it's teaser trailer, yeah. It's garbage. Garbage? I think it was wow. garbage and wow. it should be thrown away. Yeah, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually with those guys. I didn't like it at all. I had zero opinion on it because it didn't show us enough for me to get an it opinion. Us, that was why it made me mad, yeah. It's like, if you're going to bother doing a Venom trailer, we should have Venom in it at some point. I get that it's a yeah. teaser yeah. and that there is something to be said about that, but Iron Man, the very first trailer, that shows you the Iron Man suit. You know, the very first... The you know, trailer for Spider-Man wasn't just Peter Parker running around, you know. Yeah. It's, we give us some venom, and I, I think they want to keep that confusion up because honestly, regardless of what they say, this movie, if it was per, uh, planted firmly in the MCU, would make way more money than it's going to make, and they oh, want yeah, yeah. they want people to be like, "Is this for? I don't, I don't know." Sony's still riding that line, yeah, trying exactly. to make their own thing without fully committing. They're going to fail that way. But um, to answer a question you had earlier. Supposedly, Spider-Man is going to be in this. Um, Tom Holland was seen on the set for Venom. But the rumor is he's going to appear as Peter Parker only, not as Venom. I'd be very surprised if that turns out to be true. I I don't know. But he was on the set. We know he was on the set. People took pictures of him. Not like in front of the camera, just on the set. He could have just been visiting. Could have. But this trailer makes this movie look like like a horror uh, sci-fi monster movie. I honestly think that's what it's going to be. It's called Venom. They slapped the name on it for name recognition, but I bet this bears no resemblance to Marvel's Venom character. I'm yeah, really, I wouldn't really, be surprised. I'm not even sure this guy is Eddie Brock or any other person who's at the Venom. Yeah, I don't I know if they've said that. Up a guy. Yeah, I think it's Eddie, but I don't know. The, yeah, I don't know if they've said. Yeah, it's 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 just weird. It it feels weird, especially like like you said they do earlier. You said they show the symbiote a little bit. Um, but it's like the government has it or something, or like some yeah, corporation, yeah, it's and it's somewhere. like it's like I don't understand. This isn't how I understand. I don't. It's not how I remember the Venom but suit being introduced. And it's from, like I don't read Venom, but for my son who does, they I guess they have a story going on or have you know fairly recently of one scientific group 
uh, I can't remember the name of them, but you know, they're not the government, or unless maybe there's a government tie, but yeah, they have the symbiote and they're trying to force it into transforming into other versions, like spawning other versions. And there's a whole group of you know, you had Carnage originally. This is not this is them saying, Oh, look, Carnage happened. Can we control it and create other types yeah. and create weapons out of this? And they create three or four or five other variations of Venom, mm. which all turn out to be bad. And Venom has <laughs> to team up. <laughs> yeah, and Venom has to team up with Spider-Man in the comic to defeat the Venom spawn. Thing. Yeah, and see, that's like a neat idea, sure, but I just I don't have any confidence yeah. in Sony doing but, this. But are they, and are they even going to go there, or is that just going to be teases? I would not be surprised if you don't see Peter Parker in there. There are one of two possible ways. Either, similar to what we saw, I think, in the very first Avengers teaser, he's on a school bus and sees something happen out the window. Mm. Oh, no, not that guy. Or something, you know. Yeah. Throwing a little Peter Parker humor. Or the post credit one of the post-credit scenes, if they have more than one, and use that to tie Venom back in and maybe even make it the very last one. So just in case people aren't very happy... Give them the last moment of, ooh, they did tie to Spider-Man. So your last emotion before the lights went up and you left the theater was the Spider-Man connection. Yeah, I mean, there's just something be. something to be said about the power of the MCU. I just, I, you feel like if they could tie it in legitimately, they'd make a big deal out of that. The fact that we've seen set photos or somebody has snapped a photo of him and it's not like, you know, if, if I was Sony and I was running that and I could act, Somehow have Spider Man in this movie or Peter Parker in this movie, it's like you'd know it. You'd be, like yeah, I'd make not? sure you'd know it. That's why it makes me feel as if maybe it is like this after credit, very small. Like, is it even you know like just a little emotional manipulation? Yeah, there like I, I just I don't know. It just feels weird. It's, oh God. So another little thing happened this week called the um, ball foot bowl thing. Yeah. What, what, what is that one? I don't know. Uh, this is Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super that's Bowl. the one. That's Super one. That's Bowl. that oblong ball, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So what it's mostly known for, of course, is commercials and the trailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they play some game during it, but the commercials are, of course, the big no, thing, No, I think right? it's a concert. Right? It was the Justin concert? Timberlake concert. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah. There was that in the middle. That, that really sucks, by the way. That's <laughs> 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 really good. I couldn't fast forward past that one fast enough. No, oh, I'm sorry. Some man. years I like it. Not so much this year. That's Not fine. Not so much this year. That's but fine. a lot of trailers came out. I want to ask, did anybody have any favorite trailers? I blocked out most uh, Sunday, but I'm trying to get back on that right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think you're yeah, the only had, one in here that actually, cared about the game part, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I did. No, I did, too. Okay. But I was also disappointed in the way it ended. They're both but Patriots fans. As far as the trailers go, we actually talked about this on our show, and we both agreed our favorite was the Mission Impossible one. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Mission that was Impossible an awesome could. trailer. Until y'all mentioned it right now, though, I'd forgotten the Mission Impossible trailer was during it. It's funny you say that. I forgot while we were doing the show. I was like, we got three trailers to talk about. And he's like, no, man, we got uh, four. And you I was like, about, uh, Mission Impossible, the, be- the best we, one. I'm still thinking one? Avengers. Avengers? See, to me, Avengers, they just show a little more footage of the same crap we've already seen. Yeah, it was so just was 30. Like, it just added nothing to Exactly. Anything. It's the Avengers. It was just a 30-second yeah, TV spot. I was already TV excited spot. about it, though. It was a very short TV spot. You you're right to some degree. It all visually looked good. I'm hoping the movie's great. I really am. Mm-hmm. I saw one scene that bothered me still. And it didn't bother me about the story. It just still is one of those things that... Every Spider-Man... You, you said this. Every Spider-Man has done this. Every character there's a mask has done this. And the only one they've got away with doing it, and it works, is Iron Man. The actors make... Their agents make sure in their contract it is. You will show our actor's face more often than you will not show their face. So Spider-Man's one big scene in the 30-second spot is him ripping off his mask. So you see Tom Holland. But we don't care. We want to see Spider-Man. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I, th- I think me and B-Man were talking about this the other day. When they relaunched um, um, the Spider-Man when Peter Parker actually came back, and they uh-huh. like I, I remember picking that up and reading that, and I read Miles Morales mostly. Um, but... Even in the comics here recently, it feels like they're even now in the comics finding reasons to take this the mask off everybody. It is weird that, like, it's exactly what you're saying in the movies. I don't understand why it happens in the comics where they're like, hey, uh, you want to draw a face instead of a mask? I don't know. I guess, sure. But, like, <laughs> I think it might have something to do with needing that in some of these scenes where they do it, needing the facial expression. To yeah, like Deadpool sell got around that. talking about. 
Yeah, exactly. Like which you, is the comics, they usually just kind of mess with Spider Man's face some, which yeah. is harder to do in the movies. Although they did give him the articulated yeah. eyes. I don't know. I just annoys me. it just always annoys me from the very. I mean, even though I love the Tobey Maguire Spider Man, you know, <clears throat> every fight mask is off, he gets ripped up, something happens. See, I hate the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Yeah, I, I, I hate Tobey Maguire. But I'm just saying that every from but from that point forward, they've always they've always That's done that. There's only one time we've ever had a Spider Man huh? in the media. Has our ongoing regular recurring character where they've not done that. That's the Electric Company. I don't know if you remember Spider Man, the Electric Company. I do actually. He never I, took off his mask. I'm embarrassed to admit that right now. I don't, I don't know what that means. That. The Electric Company, it it's came on right after Sesame Street on PBS. Late 70s, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, it was fine. great. Morgan Freeman was on it as Easy Rita, man. Oh, yes, he was. was. Yeah. I don't understand what's happening right now. I actually didn't watch this either, man. It was, edu- <laughs> okay. it was an educational program that was funded to help kids learn to read and gotcha. And Spider Man was in it. Was the Bloodhound Gang in that too? I think. Could be. I don't know. There's there's so many different things. There's a few things in there. Um, it, it was fun. It was a fun little show, and they actually did studies and showed because there were some schools that would air it, like when it came out, they turn on the television and, and air it for their classrooms. And those schools that did that actually ended up having higher. Um, average reading scores than the ones that didn't. So it was a very well, for successful Spider-Man. show. Yeah, for and he was a small part of it. And he never spoke either. Every time he went to speak, a word balloon would pop up, and and he was better than Tobey Maguire. But you had to read the word balloons. Gotcha. So. He, he was more entertaining than Tobey Maguire was. That's <laughs> Toby's so, Toby's, uh, Toby's terrible. So that one. How about Han Solo or Solo, a Star Wars story or whatever? It didn't do anything for me. <laughs> no, you backed off that. You well, said once you could when hear we watched it, it yeah, when yeah. we watched it at the Super Bowl, like I, I wasn't catching much of the voiceover and stuff, and I was like, oh, all right. We did watch it later, and I was like, okay, that's that's something. But my excitement level for that didn't really go up because of the trailer. I'm, no, it looks okay. I'm, I'm with Matt in the good. fact that the trailer originally was like 20 seconds long, wasn't it? Or something really. The really teaser good. was Sunday night, and then the full trailer was Monday. Yeah, the yeah. teaser. I mean, the trailer itself, I, I enjoyed a lot more. Yeah. I don't like his voice. I like I like Sam Lando in there. Oh, he's going to be great. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be the best part of the movie. Donald Glover is amazing, anyways. Yeah, Childish Gambino, you mean? Yeah, sure. That's his rap name. Oh, okay. <laughs> he raps. Well, <laughs> he was like ten years, or maybe not even like five years younger. He'd be an awesome Miles Morales. I think. I think he'd be great at it. I love. Yeah, Donald I mean, Glover. they're letting him. Uh, the, you know, they put him in the movie or whatever as the uncle. So there, there's something yeah. to that. Yeah. I was just surprised with the solo trailer, the tone. It's like it's, there's no humor in the trailer, really. And this was yeah. there's, there's shut one down moment. at one point because it was supposed to was like be going to be over comedy, and <laughs> it's they replaced funny. the director. Well, now it could be one or two things. One, there was one comedy moment in there at the very end when Woody Harrelson's character asked, Are you with me? <laughs> Whatever. That means yes. That, that was a nice buddy moment with a little humor. I mean, not one talking laugh out loud, humor, yeah. but. Hopefully, it's because unlike a lot of these movies, they don't want to show every funny moment in the trailer. Hopefully, that's hopefully, what it is. yeah. It did just come off though more like a Rogue One than it did. Yeah, Star you're right. Wars, you're right, any of the other Star Wars, which I don't think is a bad thing because Rogue One was awesome, but it does seem weird a little bit for the Solo movie. But yeah, <laughs> Solo, Solo. Yeah, <laughs> he's by himself. And, and I'm cool. surprised when it's coming out because I thought they'd push it to December. the winter again. It'd make more sense to just. They've got the first weekend in May, they being Disney, has the first weekend in May locked up for Marvel movies. They had the third, I think it is, week, um, weekend in December locked up for Star Wars movies. No one can challenge them in either one. Why give it up? Well, we were looking at that. No, they still have something coming out in December, just not one of the properties that I think we care about. Yeah, yeah it's like their actual Disney stuff. Yeah, yeah it's, a Dis- uh, it's a Disney it's a live-action remake. Yeah, it's funny when you think about all that, like... Yeah, well, why don't they spread their Marvel movies out more? It was like because if they spread them out anymore, now they're running into their others. They have so much stuff now. Yeah, Disney must have ten movies coming out this year. Yeah. Ridiculous. And Avatar was originally coming out around the same time. That could be why they originally moved it. it was mm, Avatar? I didn't even think about that. But Avatar has also left that time spot. So now Aquaman is in that third weekend. And I mean, what has become the you know the, the big weekend would drown in the other movie ah <laughs> <laughs> see what you did there yeah. high five for that we go but it's probably going to be bad it's one we don't know it, it, <laughs> yeah, it's one that's... it has a good director um it's one we don't really know people love the actor yeah he, he was much better in justice league than i thought he was going to be so he's going to bring in a lot of people who just love things like game of thrones and other yeah. stuff that don't they're not there for the superhero thing he's going to bring in a lot of people that are just like ooh love him and they'll go um 
It'll be interesting to see how it does. And Avatar's pushed back again another year, right? Yeah, another that year. Too, I mean, this is too long, you think? For it's, me, personally, I don't care, because I've never seen the first Avatar, because the, the little bits I've seen of it, good. I didn't enjoy. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't wow. It was just weird. It was wow when it came out, because of the visual thing. But yeah, I don't think that movie holds up to, like, the... The test of time, as far as because you know everybody's visual effects got so much better. Yeah, but yeah, they should have struck while the iron was hot with that. You would think, but it's James Cameron, he's making four more movies. I think. Yeah, four more movies. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll Lord. see how the next one does before uh, we know where the yeah, rest come. True. Speaking of which, one of the other news items is um, another trilogy of Star Wars movies has been announced, but not the ones by Ryan Johnson. Now it's yes. the Game of Thrones creators are doing their own trilogy. Yeah, which in a little quick one sentence blurb. Doesn't affect the Ryan Johnson movies that were previously announced. I predict we hear that phrase two or three more times over the next year and then never hear from Ryan yeah. Johnson and Star Wars again. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Ryan Johnson is done. I really Because you said the same thing would happen. You pretty much predicted this would happen. And uh, when this is announced, oh yeah, it's not going to affect his movies. This, they're not going to do two trilogies at once. They're not going to no, do no. it. They're not going to have these guys wait until his trilogy is done, which is like, what, 10, 12 years? Yeah, yeah. Johnson's done. Uh, the The backlash right now is so great for this movie, and people that are defending it. I'm I'm gonna make a comment here because even Kevin Smith kind of said, "Oh, the fanboys are getting upset. They can get their way. So they're they're upset." No, it, it it is not that. The reason we don't like this movie is is garbage. This movie was absolute garbage. He had no intention of following up J.J. Abrams' story. A lot of the characters, what they do, is still make any sense. It was it wasn't a good movie, and. I'm sorry, at the end of the day, yeah, oh, it made a lot of money. It made a billion dollars, but any Star Wars movie is going to make a billion dollars. Anyone. I can make a Star Wars movie make a billion dollars. Want to do it? Yeah, let's do that. That would be really okay. helpful to my bottom line this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, that I hear you. Massive debt. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> massive debt. I will help you if I can get 1% of that. All right, I'll be that's happy fine. With 1%. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I, here's the thing I, I agree with you. I think Ryan Johnson is done also, but I don't think I would go as far as to say they're not going to have two trilogies. At any point, will Disney not have two trilogies? of Star Wars going on. At the same time? At the same time, because... Yeah, I think they're committed to having a Star Wars movie every single year. I think... For yeah. as long as possible. Well, I, that's what I'm right. saying, though, is I don't think that keeps up. I think they want two Star Wars movies a year. They want three Star Wars movies a year, just like Marvel. I mean, if they can look at Marvel and say, we can put out three Marvel movies a year, and they make, you know, close to a billion, or we could put out that, and on top of that, put out two Star Wars movies that all make a billion plus, like, why wouldn't they? Well, they're also, they've said they've got four different Star Wars um, TV shows in the works for their streaming service. Yeah. Now, we don't know if, how many of them are live action versus animated, but they have four different Star Wars yeah, uh, TV I think, shows in the works. I think just like Marvel, we saw it started out slow, and I mean, in the in the grand scheme of this thing, as far as Marvel in comparison to Star Wars goes, we're still in phase one. You know, that's when they were still putting out fewer movies like in a couple years once they you know probably get past this trilogy and they've spawned these other things and these yeah you're gonna have a in the beginning of the year you're gonna have you know your solo-esque movies that are you know rogue one and solo and you're gonna have a trilogy and then on the off years of that trilogy you're gonna have another trilogy with another solo movie like there's no way they look at this money and say yeah let's just keep it a one a year that's not what a company does you know what i mean yeah, if, if, they, could, if you could put out a Movie that the majority of the fans hated and it still made a billion dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like, but if you do it too many worried. times in a row, you won't make that anymore. It's, true. It's that's true. the problem right now. That's what I'm afraid of. Hans Solo, I guess it's called. It's not a huge hit. What's going to happen to that it's franchise? It's going to damage Star Wars. Boy, that'd be now, here's the thing. See, you though. can't damage Star Wars because if we're being real, let's just be real for a second. There were three movies that were all garbage and everybody lined up to go watch uh, Force Awakens. You know? Yeah. Like, there's no damaging this property. It's, it's so, well, too you big. Well, could, you could damage it in one way. If you put out those three similar crappy movies in a row, one a year, and the same people keep going, if, if you as the audience know, I hated the last three, and for the next three years, the same people are doing one more a year, at some point, it starts to trail off. It never goes away. You're right. Yeah. You, you can damage. You can't kill, but you can... Exactly. You, you all, can all you had to do is turn around and say, oh, hey, uh, well, actually, we got these new this new creative team. You guys back in? And yep. you're like, yeah, hey, I'm back in. Let's watch Take the one year off. Yeah, one year exactly. off. We took a sabbatical. We're back. And the numbers are going to jump back. Exactly. So I think you, while I agree with you, Ryan Johnson is probably done. And I may be wrong about that, but I think he's probably done. I think, yes, within the next few cycles, we see, oh, there's two Star Wars movies this year. And there's, 
you know, six Marvel movies, and also they bought oh, DC and look oh, at Batman. I'm gonna go halfway. I'm gonna go halfway between you. I agree. I don't think the executives at Disney want to do two at the same time. But they might find a loophole because they want the money so bad. What they <laughs> what they might do is have one current ongoing trilogy and discover that whether Solo is a big success or they just discover that the Lando character in it does really well or something. It's like, hey, we can tell a in the past trilogy and a current trilogy and do something like that. They might find that in between where they can market it and label it so clear that it doesn't confuse people. Because executives at movie theaters think that we're all idiots and can't figure things out. And that's why they limit things and don't put female characters on shelves in the toy stores and all that stuff. They have an opinion of what the market is like, and they will not change their opinions. Yeah. And speaking of toy stores, these toy sales are also considerably down. I looked yeah. it up earlier. It's like $300 million down. Stuffed uh, pork are the only thing they're selling. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Maybe fried pork. Not a I don't good, know. Not a good one. And I'm going to point out one other thing, too. I've known John Paul for a decade and a half, and this is the first time I heard him say crap twice in about a half hour for it. Like John Paul. What a bad influence. What bad influence. <laughs> this, this is a PG show, John Paul. I, I want you I to know I think that this. still falls into the well, PG. It does. I'm simply saying you, you're walking that yeah. line now. Yeah. You're becoming rebellious. So you are a rebel. I'm a rebel. <laughs> you're a part of that Star Wars. Right. So we're almost out of our time here. So I did want to at least mention there were other trailers, but mm. I think they were all just kind of, well, they're okay. They're good. Unless anything else has really jumped out at anybody. Is Deadpool 2. That wasn't during the Super Bowl. I don't care. It's right now. And Deadpool 2 just came on. Yeah, yeah, Deadpool cool. Deadpool uh, awesome. But, you know, if we're giving shout-outs, cool. uh, those, tied, those Tide commercials really good. The Tide commercials. <laughs> those tied that was, commercials. Those were, were the best commercials. Hellboy was in those, I think. Yeah, he was. Yeah. It's, he looked weird, but that was him. <laughs> you know, they actually, speaking of Tide, I guess Congress is now making a some kind of law yeah. where Tide needs to change their look of being so appealing, the Tide pods, because they look too tasty. <laughs> Because <laughs> I mean, it's been for years. I'm surprised they haven't done it. Is this a problem though? You think we're going to make laws where we can't make detergent look so tasty? <laughs> it's, it's the same thing that results in um, on the side of a diaper package. You know, contents are flammable. Do not expose child to open flame. <laughs> Do we really need to be told to not expose our child to an open flame? But some lawyer somewhere or congressman or something have decided that that's. That's the issue that they can, you know, win re-election on, and mm-hmm. they do it. I, this no, this is dumb, Jamal. It this, is. This is horribly dumb. dumb. He's just telling you that the other dumb things have also happened. Oh, okay, that's, that's <laughs> fine. I'm just gonna make a little Tide Pod comment. Yeah. Um, last thing I did, we were gonna talk comics originally this week, and we, we didn't really get to comics. It's okay. There's one bit of comic book news specific I did want to mention. That last week I was very upset at DC and Warner Brothers for a decision doing Metropolis the, the series. Mm-hmm. Um, still think it's dumb. Still think it's stupid. Y'all are looking confused, so y'all don't know about this one. Um, for their next stream, for the DC streaming service, they already had announced three different shows. Hold um, on, two what? animated. I need you to explain what the DC streaming service is first. You don't even aware of that? No, what is this? Well, you need to listen to our show more. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. So so before Marvel and, and D, or Disney announced they were doing their own streaming service, Warner Brothers announced they were doing a DC Comics-specific streaming service. Coming out okay. sometime in 2018. Is it animated stuff or a mixture? Or? Mixture. That's of course, cool. I'm sure they'll pull from their you know large catalog of stuff you know from the past. But the first two things announced were a season three of Young Justice. I did animated. hear about that. How did I not hear about the streaming service if I heard about this? And the other was The Titans. Live action. Not with, us. With Dick Grayson. Should be us. Um, you got um, Starfire, Raven, um, Beast Boy. That's right, because they Hulk cast. They already cast uh, somebody, right? Yeah. Like that was a big deal. They had the still of him. Oh, well, yeah, so doing, I should have known so this. The, so they had, this. the third thing they announced was an animated Harley Quinn series with Margot Robbie doing the voice. Also heard about this. <laughs> and then just last week they announced Metropolis, a prequel to Superman, but it's Metropolis. With Lois Lane and Lex and Perry and everybody before Superman comes to Metropolis. That's weird. He came with the show at all. So it's just going to be a newspaper television <laughs> show about running a newspaper. Which it can be okay. There have been shows like that in the past. They can be good. Um, Don't you guys talk to Stockroom Jimmy? He's the one that I found that out first. Just, I just think you this mean is Jimmy dumb, the Stockroom manager? Yes. Stockroom Jimmy. I call him Jimmy the Stockroom he's a, manager. He's got a different character name on our show. I think. <laughs> he has a different character name for him too. What? Boss. Oh, oh, that's funny. Got him. Sorry. I haven't heard about it. So is this in the similar vein as like um, Gotham where it's going to be Superman yeah. running around? But By the way, 
the producers and creators of the show are the people who are doing Gotham. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. No, it's not yeah. fantastic. at all. It's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. I think this is the worst idea they've had in a long time. So is time. this going to be like Smallville or later than that, Smallville earlier than enjoyable. Superman? We had Smallville. That's You're the first person I've ever heard say that. Smallville, the first couple seasons were good. Dude, oh. I love Smallville was super popular at the time. And the last three to four seasons of Smallville all took place in Metropolis. Mm. You had Metropolis before Superman. Gotcha. And we've got Krypton coming out in March, which is Krypton, you know, even further back. We're going to have had three shows pre-Superman and a Supergirl that has a fantastic Superman in it a couple of times, but still no Superman Why show. are they so afraid of just making a Batman or a Superman TV show? Network executives. It's, it's all comes down to network executives. Yeah, they they're probably don't stupid. want to model things with the movies. It's, yeah, that's... Yeah, they're worried people will not go to the movie if they can see it for free on TV. People not go to the movies so the movies are garbage. There you go. But I mean... <laughs> <laughs> if, that, if, that, if that's the case, that's why they don't go. Yeah. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. So anyway, this is that. So this week's thing is still around Superman. Um, Bendis. Everybody familiar with... Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember his whole name. Brian what is it? Michael Brian Michael Bendis. Bendis. Yes, Brian Michael Bendis. Very popular, one of the best-selling authors over at uh, Marvel. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of good work, from what I understand. I don't think I've ever read anything of his. He created Miles. Okay. I have no negative opinions about him at all. This is not about him. However, DC lured him away this past year and got him to sign an exclusive contract with DC. So far, it's about him. Well, this is just the okay. order of events. Okay, they did that. But they weren't sure where they were going to have him working initially. Right. Meanwhile, for the past year and a half, going on two years, well, actually right at two years... Superman has been probably the best title at DC. Great reviews. Everybody's loved both books, Action and Superman. Tomasi on Superman. Dan Jurgens on Action. Um, Firing on all cylinders. Their sales have been good. Reviews have been good. Great books. To me, that says that's probably not where he's going. But guess where he's going? They're kicking both Jurgens and Tomasi off of their two books. Having Bendis come in and write a Man of Steel miniseries, just like John Byrne did back in the late 80s which will reestablish Superman and all this new crazy stuff you never knew. And then he'll take over action with action one, or 1001 and Superman reboots to number one because Bendis has to have a number one with his name on it, I guess. I don't know. Um, and I think the editors and such at DC were so, we have to have this name. We have to stick it to Marvel. We have to show them that we can get their people over here that they're willing to do anything. Well, the question is, I start with this, is out of any superhero out there, do you really need to reestablish Superman? I mean, pretty much everybody knows who Superman is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody Don't do it. It's like not doing another origin and, you know, that kind of stuff. You just yeah. don't need that. This is why I stopped reading comics because I keep rebooting everything to issue but, one for no but reason. But he said he's not rebooting. Everything that's been happening up to now still has happened. He's just going to go back and re-examine everything and unknown revelations about the destruction of Krypton and mysterious characters involved and on and on. and I don't know. Um, yeah, so there's more characters good. alive in Krypton? We don't know. They actually made fun of that this week, Because originally, did they? Because I mentioned that a few weeks ago, how he's the last son of Krypton, but there's like 20 others. In, in the comics this week, this issue of Superman, number 40, I believe it was, um, Superman and his son, Jonathan, were at the fortress and they were there to celebrate an important date. And Jonathan's like, "What is it? Arbor Day? Is it this? That? Ah, Dad, I'm just kidding you. This is the day that Krypton exploded. It was the anniversary of the day that Krypton exploded." And they and they're celebrating that. Well, that's, that's dark. That is dark. That well, is. I mean, it's a memorial type of celebration. Okay. It's not a ooh party. It's It's a remembrance. Ooh, it's a remembrance. Like. You know, like oh, Memorial Day or anything, not, where you remember not, those okay. who... No, I, I get so, you. Okay, okay. okay. So they're, they're going through all this. And while standing there next to each other talking about it, um, Superman's doing the, the nice normal monologue type speech of, you know, how my father, you know, wouldn't, wasn't listened to and gave his life this so I could be saved and so on. And Jonathan responds, and yeah, Dad, I just have no idea. You know, I've had so many friends and all growing up. I don't know what it's like to only be the last survivor. Well, except for your cousin Kara. Oh, and except for, and except for, and except, and then he gets interrupted by Superman and continues on. So they, they got the joke in there after after mentioning four or five different accepts. I mean, sooner or later they're going to tell a story where everybody Krypton is actually still alive on Earth and they just haven't realized it yet. They're sleeper agents. That'll it's be what happen. happens in Metropolis. That that could be. Yeah. Or Bendis is I can tell a story. <laughs> yeah, Bendis, five bucks. Story yours. Yeah. So anyway, so Action Comics number one thousand, if you don't know, comes out in April. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Big deal. Um, first week of May, uh, DC Nation number zero comes out for the free comic book day. Um, say free, 
FCBD, yeah. I think is the abbreviation, but Free Comic Book Day, everybody puts out different ones. Mm-hmm. DC Nation mm-hmm. Number Zero, which has a teaser. Um, Bendis has his first story in action, kind of a standalone story. And then he has a story in DC Nation Zero that's a teaser for where he's going. And then, what is it, May 30th, Man of Steel Number 1, July 11th, Superman Number 1, and July 25th, Action 1001. So, let's celebrate action getting to 1,000 by stopping publishing for three months. Yeah, that's weird. It's Yeah, it's just... I don't understand, man. I don't know. Comic books... Comic book executives might be worse than movie executives. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I really think that Jim Lee and um, Jeff Johns are fighting for control of the soul of DC Comics. I'd give it to Jeff Johns. That's where it should be. But he's so distracted by also being responsible for TV shows and movies and such... He's not able to devote full attention to the comics. I mean, Jim Lee's great, but he's mostly just a good artist. You figure, number one, Deadlines. This is He can't do tell Deadlines. Right. He's never been a good writer. No, his writings have been great. I mean, never been horrible. Yeah. But it's been, like, except not like Layfield level was bad, but I mean, he's but, all right, I guess. But. but I think his goal, since he got there to D.C. and got in charge, because uh, there's there's three people in charge. There's a, it's a triumvirate of people in charge. I left out DiDio because I'm not sure which side he falls on. I think it's more the Jim Lee side. So you got Jim Lee, Jeff Johns, and Dan DiDio. And um, since he got there, he's been trying to turn DC into Marvel Comics or Image Comics or some variation of that. New 52 was him all over. He re- redesigned all the costumes, rebooted the universe, did, you know, brought in. That part's so okay. Much. Again, he's a great artist. But trying to take all the stories. A completely different direction, an image or Marvel direction. And when it, sales dropped off after the excitement, and Jeff Johns was the only one still selling, and they gave him Rebirth, and he suddenly revitalized the company Rebirth, Jim Lee was now losing. So he creates, with Scott Snyder, this whole metal thing, and then the new age of DC heroes, and gives special contracts to different um, artists and writers, and... It's just it's this yeah, constant a, battle for that's a mess. I mean, what do you guys prefer more, great art or great stories? Great stories, yeah. Oh, you looked at me, yeah. Great stories. I mean, that's just obvious. But I mean, art matters. But yeah, I mean, like if it's not a good story, it doesn't matter how good your art is, so. right? But I've read some good comics with bad art, and I still and like I have them. too, yeah. So, but you might not get Jim Lee character art, but I didn't get any. It's a lot easier to find a decent artist as opposed to a, a great writer. I do think a great writer is much harder to come by. Yep. Absolutely. So I would yeah, give it a, sure. I would give it to Johns completely and say, well, do what you want to do. Well, I'll but, follow but, Johns. I mean, that's why I feel like the two of them are in a battle. Um, yeah, that's a to shame that the company's so split like that. Can we just talk about the fact, though, that you were just talking about all the super Superman books coming out, and I feel like you named three or four books? He has two main books. Both will go into, like, Hiatus, suspension, or whatever, gotcha. while Man of Steel miniseries goes on. Okay. When Man of Steel miniseries ends, you have two books, Superman and Action, which has been around since like the early 40s. So which one's starting back over? Superman reboots to number one. Okay, so which one's 1001? Action. Action, okay. So Action is like the original one, he yeah, smashing right. the car. Yep, that's okay. it. Gotcha. So why don't we just was have he that one? smashing the car or was he saving somebody from the car? He was smashing. He was he about was to kill that guy with that car. <laughs> Superman's been a villain this whole time. I'm messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read that. If you have laser that, eyes, so I'd just do that. So why don't we have what? So why is it? Why, that's my real big problem. Like, yeah, sure, all these, like, here's a new miniseries and here's a new, we're rebooting this character, blah, blah, blah. I feel like it should just be, let's just do a Superman book. Just a a well, a single Superman book. Probably the best period for Superman in the past. I don't know how many decades was right after John Byrne redid it from with Man of Steel. It, it, the book was sales were low, was not going very well. He redid everything, um, and you actually had four books at the time. You had Action, you had Superman, you had Adventures of Superman, you had Man of Steel because they then did a series called that as well. And after a couple of years, and as they settled in, he had different writers on each one. John Byrne on one, but you had others on the others. Um, they came up with a numbering scheme because they wanted the story to continue across all four books constantly. You knew which order to read them in. So if you go back to that period in the early to mid-90s, you'll see the little Superman shield on the cover of each one. And there'll be a date on there. So 1993, 94, 95, 96. And underneath it in the bulk of the shield, one, two, three, four, five, six. And they were carried across each book so you knew to read action, then Superman, then Man of Steel, then Adventures, and so on. And the story would continue across. And if you went back years later, you'd have 
order. That sucks for those writers. Like, now I have to coordinate with three other writers just to write my issue? You had to coordinate. You had to coordinate a little bit, but they each had their kind of niche. Like one of them would be more focused on these supporting characters, and one would be focused on more of um, life in the Justice it actually League. Worked and well, and actually, yeah, it, it, yeah. The, each of the writers, like they got together and came up with this on their own. It wasn't like it's forced on them. They came up with this scheme on their own, saying we each have our style, our our corner of the Superman universe. But people always wonder, you know, when are these things happening? Let's just make it easy on them. And yes. If you're going to use Jimmy and I'm going to use Jimmy Olsen. They need to be the same guy. They need to be the same guy, and we should coordinate which thing happened first. But beyond that... And this was the era where Superman died, and then yeah. they had the four Supermans, so yeah. one was for each book. That worked well. I read those. That worked really well. Yeah, it just... I hear you. It just seems like we get Brian Michael... Brian Michael? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... I'm sure he was like, I want to do Superman. Oh, yeah. But, man, wouldn't it have been nice if he was like, I want to do a new character. And, you know, maybe not the same one that you already have books going on for, you know? Successful like, books. Yeah, successful How about if you books. go find a book that you have a great idea for that's never gone anywhere and you can actually create something? Like when like Alan Hawk Moore Man. did... Well, Hawkman? Hawkman, great. Hawkman's a terrible character. That'd be fiction. I actually love Hawkman. But that, I, think, I, I was think thinking of Alan Moore on Swamp Thing. Alan Moore came into Swamp Thing and created basically the entire Vertigo Empire. Yeah, yeah, by I doing mean, that. It, that would just be cool, right? It'd be cooler. Yeah. And then Neil Gaiman came over and did Sandman, and so you had all these writers who were incredible come in and create something new from some of the vast history of DC Comics. Somebody could come along and found any number of characters. Hawkman, there's currently not much going on with Hawkman except what they're doing in Metal, which is all other thing. But they could have found any number of characters. Um, and done something new and well, unique John's and original. John's made Aquaman cool. Aquaman was never really a cool character until John's touched him. Yeah, it just it just seems like a, a power play and kind of a, a it is. crappy thing to do to be come in I knowing you're you're Bendis and being like, I know you guys are making these books and they're successful, but I kind of want to do Superman, so you know, get out of here. Yeah. The only, the only thing I'm hoping <laughs> is <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only thing I'm hoping really is that since Dan Jurgens won't be on Action Comics anymore. I'm hoping they let him pick the book he wants to do, and we get Booster Gold back. So they haven't announced yet what he's doing? No. And Dan Jurgens created Booster Gold. His most recent story, story leading up to 1000, involves Booster and gotcha. Superman time traveling. So it would make sense for him to come back in and relaunch Booster, because everybody's been asking for Booster. So before we end, have you seen the Deadpool trailer yet? No, because I didn't see the Deadpool movie. And, have you uh, guys seen the trailer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You guys pick up the little uh, shot of Superman there, Justice League? Mm-hmm. Yeah, made fun that, of his that, mustache. That was kind of awesome. Oh, yeah, loved yeah. it, loved it, loved it. There was actually something on the news yesterday. Somebody with a $500 used PC and a little bit of Photoshop actually did a better job of removing the mustache than the multi-million dollar budget. Oh, gosh. And they posted funny. the video showing the same sequence, and it is much better done. Wow. <laughs> Do you think they'll fix yeah. that for DVD release? No. They just let it ride? They'll let that ride. Um, hopefully they release the Zack Snyder cut eventually. No. Um, no I, don't, I never want to see that ever. That well, it's not so much about wanting to see it, but just that, that kind of stuff doesn't cost me any money. They can just put out those kind of releases, put everything out. Actually, I'll be kind of interested to see, should they should they have done what they did or should they have just left it alone and just said, okay, just then again, I mean, director come I in mean, and I, it up and finish it? I'm sorry, you go ahead. You had something you wanted to say. No, I just, I mean, give Snyder the benefit of the doubt. I mean, he only had two terrible movies so far on DC. Is that right? I mean, he only messed up Superman, a Man of Steel, a little bit. Right, but Batman v Superman was terrible. He really messed that one up. Yeah. One and thing I, he really messed up was Sucker Punch. That one he just... That's true. That's what I'm saying. Why do why would people want to see that guy's cut of this movie? However, he Watchmen, doesn't make good Watchmen movies. Watchmen was great. Watchmen was good. Watchmen, yeah, sure. That was just a career off Watchmen. Yeah, exactly. That's the one people talk about. Well, Everything else he made. Three hundred too, although I hated three hundred. Three hundred was overrated. If you people watch it, it now, it's like, not great. overrated, but looked cool. That was what. It yeah, was, visually it was, it was cool. cool. The only one actually loved by him was probably um, Donald Dead remake. Oh, I thought that was really good. That was good. So good. That was yeah, good. That was good. I, I like Watchmen. Watchmen would be better as a miniseries. It was long. It did drag at times, but it was still good. And it is coming as a miniseries. Is HBO. It? See, that I'm more interested in seeing. Yeah. I should do that's, that's funny with this new DC thing I just found out about. You would well, think they'd want that for their These company. were announced before gotcha, that. Gotcha, gotcha. So that doesn't mean they won't still move or anything else. But looking at their little round clock up there on the wall, I see our time is up and probably over. What is our question of the week, B-Man? All right, so Black Panther coming out. We mentioned this. Marvel's big, unlike DC, Marvel does good movies. So ticket sales through the roof, right? Right, right. Last year, Wonder Woman was a huge hit. This right. year, Black Panther looks to be a huge hit, at least sales-wise. 
are we finally at the point right now where diversity is good to go in movies or not? All right. It's a good question for uh, next time. Can you clarify what that question means? Like, pretty much, it took a long time. For, like, like ha- have we diversified? Is it what you're asking? Pretty much. Okay. I mean, are we, are we there? We're, we're, this is a permanent thing now. Gotcha. Okay. I, it's I, no I, longer the white hero. Exclusively. Yes. Exclusively. Exclusively. Right. That's a big word there I was looking for. Okay. Right. You know, no, no. I, I just, I didn't understand. I wanted to understand. I want to understand. Because when I tune in next week, I want to, I want, you know. You, you don't tune in because you already missed the part of the DC Extended Universe. Uh, what's the thing we talking about? Yeah, that thing. That thing. That thing, got the, the, it. So until Netflix. next time, I want to thank our guests, who are... Hard at work, Matt, y'all. Hard at work, Nick. And... B-Man, y'all. Oh, see, I did it. I got no high five. Yeah, there we go. That's All three right. high fives, y'all. I don't like it. And, we're um, best friends. And just John Paul, no y'all. And uh, we're the old titans. Or we're the old no, titans. No, don't do that anymore. Okay, don't do that anymore. We're out of here.